How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Good evening. You are looking live at Inside the Locker Room. I'm your co-host, Brian Mosalem, alongside my co-host, Jason Strayhorn, the Honorable. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing fantastic. I like this Paul Bunyan trophy here you got. You know, it's a little festive mood. For a festive time of year, oh. bowl season, all kind of like personal awards going on, all kind of great stuff that we're going to talk about today in recruiting. Absolutely. You know, when you talk about trophies, um, that's one I like over there. What do you think? That one right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's the one. Yeah. The ab- only blemish to Michigan's perfect record. Absolutely. And the hats but, off. Hey. Hats off to the Wolverines and Big Ten champs. Absolutely, Big Ten champs heading to the college playoffs. Did you say chumps? No, champs. No, no. So champs. you got to say it the correct way. It, it Big was Ten champions, Michigan Freudian, Wolverines. Freudian slip. It I heard was, you say but chumps, but but it's okay. Hats off to the Wolverines um, heading to the Big Ten championship. And uh, but you know we. Uh, we got our own little pathway here going. New York six, New 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 Year's Day. I like six that New bowl. York, New York. I do. New Year's Day six bowl, heading into uh, hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. What do you think about that, Jason? MSU playing against the Pitt Panthers on December thirtieth. What are your thoughts there at all? Hey man, I think it's a great great move for Michigan State being in the New Year's six. Bowl, the Peach Bowl. It's a great bowl. Chick Fil A, by the way, we love Chick Fil A. Everybody loves Chick Fil A, except you, maybe. But I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> Georgia, a huge recruiting hotbed for one Mel Tucker and his staff, having roots at University of Georgia when he was a coach there, defensive coordinator. The lot of talent that is coming out of the state of Georgia that we're gonna get to. Uh, coming up in a few segments from now, but I think that this is it's a it's a it's going to be a infomercial for Michigan State all over the great state of Georgia at the Peach Bowl. So it's it's a good thing for Michigan State and a good thing for the future of the program. So you talk about a New Year's Day Six Bowl, and if I told you back in August that uh, we would have an opportunity to play in Atlanta in the Peach Bowl in a New Year's Day Six Bowl, you would take that all day long, ten and two, beating Michigan. Heading down there and playing in a game like that, I'll tell you what, it's a special feeling. I expect the Spartans to travel well, and uh, we're excited for this outcome. Uh, outcome. We're excited for this game. So, you know, like what are, you know, bowl preparation now heading into over the next month, how important is that for a young team, not only to get healthy, but to get reps for, uh, for the younger players? It's a big deal. It really is. To be able to get those extra bowl practices in, you know, think about those who don't get it. 
if you don't get to a bowl game and, and you're not able to get those extra reps in, it, it puts you behind the eight ball in a lot of ways. This is an opportunity for guys to get healthy who weren't there uh, later in the season, as we've seen, uh, to be able to get back in the fray and start practicing and getting into the swing of things. It's going to be a, an opportunity for some young guys who haven't had much action at all to be able to get back to basics and camp in a camp-like situation during practice. Bowl week practices are very um, summer camp, fall camp-like, spring football-like, where they work on their skill, their craft. And then, like, they get to prepare for a very, very good opponent in University of Pittsburgh. You know, when you talk about them, uh, the Panthers, they have a Heisman Trophy candidate, a quarterback. They've got a one heck of a defense. Pat Narduzzi, former defensive coordinator for Michigan State, is the head coach of the Pitt Panthers. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of um, mixed feelings. Look at that, that, that fake slide right there by the quarterback. And he kept running. And gets a touchdown as they went on to to route the uh, Wake Forest team He's in the ACC player, championship. Though. Yeah, very good player. He's a good player. I mean, you got a lot of storylines coming out of coming out of this. But uh, MSU chief of propaganda, uh, you like that uh, Paul Bunyan up on the on the desk, don't you? So uh, <laughs> the you know, chief. We, we put happy that birthday. up for you. Happy birthday, chief. Happy by the birthday, way. brother. We put that up for you. But uh, a lot of storylines heading into this game. Obviously, um, Kenny Pickett, Heisman Trophy finalist, who's had a tremendous year. Um, Pitt, Pitt's uh, offense is one of the most prolific in the country, I believe, You know, averaging 43-some points a game. You talk about Pitt's, Pitt's rush defense, number one in the ACC, giving up 93 yards a game. And uh, when, you, when you look at this, and you and you look at this matchup, and you you know, football is all about matchups, right? I mean, look, we love Narduzzi. Nobody nobody wants to play against Pat. I mean, we <laughs> love Coach. I mean, he's you know he's a brother to us, and we cheer for him every game. We do. Um, we actually do. Putting that aside, when you look at the matchups, and you look at football is all about matchups, right? Their strength maybe is is perceived as one of our weaknesses. And their quarterback is a Heisman Trophy finalist, invited to New York. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're going to get some guys back. We're going to get healthy. Tell me some of the challenges that we face here in Atlanta, Jason. Uh, I mean, this is a very good team. You talk about a conference championship and a Power Five conference in the ACC. And you just talked about Kenny Pickett, a guy who can sling it around. He makes great decisions. He's a big quarterback. He's going to be a, he's a lock to be a first-round draft pick in the NFL draft in next spring's draft. Uh, you, you got a guy who can spread that ball around. But then defensively, as you see right here, there's an opportunistic defense. That secondary, I mean, they play that man-to-man press coverage. They get back. They are ball hawks, and they can knock quarterbacks out the game. I think they've knocked every quarterback out of the game except the two games they lost. Uh, they, so they, they, can, they can bring it. That's what a Pat Narduzzi-led defense does. They will come after you and, and, and without, with that relentless behavior that Mel Tucker talks about in, in East Lansing. This is going to be tough for Michigan State up front to be able to block uh, and, and keep you know, Peyton Thorne clean in a game as big as this on a stage like this at the Peach Bowl when you're talking about Mercedes-Benz Stadium down in Atlanta. This is a pro stadium. All the glitz, the glamour, everything that you can ask for. Uh, if you're a Big Ten opponent or a team like Michigan State facing an ACC champion like Pitt, the Pitt Panthers. 
You know, speaking of Pat Narduzzi, who we all, we revere, we love, we've had some great years with him. Um, are we happy to play Pat Narduzzi are down in Atlanta? I mean, do we, look, every, every I'm happy game, to see him. I mean, I, I'm happy to, to see him, see him. Too. Listen, oh, You want to see Pat. Happy to see him, too. I love dudes. It's like uh, fighting your brother, in uh, a way. It is, because I love him to death, and I want to see him win every game. And obviously one of the storylines, because. That you uh, haven't seen in a long time, by the way. A brother, a long lost brother, you haven't seen. You gonna fight him? Talk to him many times, but no. no I'm, I'm saying, you know, as a, as a team. So no, I don't no, know. I know, but I mean, you know, we we, we want to see him succeed. And you know, I texted him the other day. I, I just here I we just, go. Here we here, uh, here we go. Here we go. I texted. Really? Him. I need a, I need an alarm. Can we get one of those? Really? Whoop! You texted him. Really? How, can you send me the number? Really? I need to talk to Pat. That's Pat, the, can you come? The point can, is, is can, that can I, talk I, to you, Pat? I was talking to him about about <laughs> how much I love him and I and I don't I don't love the pit matchup. I rather play I, I, I rather play Notre Dame. I would rather play Notre Dame. But we're here we're here now. But one of the storylines is that we're playing Pitt. And, this is true. and some of the best defenses we had were under Pat Narduzzi up at Michigan State. And you know, what are your feelings about that? It's tough. It's tough. You're right. When you brought up Notre Dame, I, I, that's why I, you know I, I selfishly wanted to play them because it's a it's a it's a trophy game. It's a megaphone trophy game. It's a rivalry. It's something that you know we haven't been able to to do in a while. Notre Dame has ended that uh, series that we used to have, and it was near and dear to our hearts for so many years, especially while we played uh, Michigan State Notre Dame. You go back all the way to the '60s when there was a 10-10 tie in East Lansing against Notre Dame, dual national champions, similar to what happened in 97 with Michigan and Nebraska. That, that was the, the beginning of that. It was one of the early controversies of national championships. So, yes, there was a lot of history there, and you want to uh, have something like that. You, know, you want to you take that history and bring it into the current environment of college football, you see Brian Kelly moves on to go to, to LSU. He adopts a great southern accent on the way down to LSU in one <laughs> plane ride. And now they have a new coach in Marcus Freeman who, you know, man, the guy has six kids. He's a young man. He's very, very talented uh, from all accounts. But I would love that matchup for Michigan State. Uh, but this one here, I mean, this is still a big stage, a big challenge. And you got a great <laughs> – Great opponent in the Pitt Panthers. It's <laughs> amazing. How did Brian Kelly get that accent all of a sudden? Is it, Isn't that incredible? Listen, when you're flying down south on that Gulf Stream like he did from <laughs> South Bend, I mean, it, there's something that hits your vernacular. And it, it, when once you cross that Mason <laughs> Dixie, that Mason, it, it just. My family. Family. Just, I just loved it, man. How did, I mean, he's from Massachusetts. Where did that come, where did that come from? You got I mean. Hey, you guys don't know. You got to look this one up. It's all over. It's online Coach everywhere. Coach Tuck got $95 million. He didn't change his tone. <laughs> where, where, I mean, when you watch his brother, you know, I mean, even, even Randy Moss yesterday was like, come on, man. <laughs> coach Kelly, come on, come man. on, Coach. What, what, are, you, what are we doing, you're Coach? Paid. 
The contract's signed, brother. You get 95 million winners. You don't got to relate to the people down there like we're, that, man. Just win. They don't on. care about your vernacular. <laughs> they care about W's. That's what they care about down there. <laughs> and, and multiple, you know. Family. The guy, that, the, the, the guy that came before you, he was a raging Cajun for real. You know, we talk about old Ogeron. Now, he's a raging Cajun. When, when, so, you, when you can understand him, yep. Hey, it was Yosemite Sam. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Brian Kelly, I just, I just, listen, hey. $95 million is a lot of money, as Coach Tucker, with all due respect. It's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. But where did you get that Southern, that Cajun drawl from? In one flight. <laughs> One way, one way. Family, I'm, 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 I can't, I can't stop watching. I really I'm enjoy it. it. It's awesome. <laughs> it, is, it is fantastic. You know, God bless you. You, uh, you know, I'm, you know, fish out of water might be the um, the wrong expression, but you know, a Midwest guy from Massachusetts heading down to LSU. Hey, for ninety-five million, I'll go. I'll go jump in the Baltic Sea and 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 you know, fish. I guess, but figure it out. Figure You'll figure it out. it out. He's trying. He just hired a head coach from McNeese State to be uh, to recruit. You know, they got like they got a lot of budget down there at LSU. So we'll see what happens down there. You know, but we were talking about Notre Dame and and the opportunity to potentially play them, which we're not playing them. Uh, Notre Dame is going to play who now? Oklahoma State? I think so. Is that, yeah. is that what it is? Who actually had a great hire. But when you go back to Pat Narduzzi, right? Tell oh, me yeah. some of your great dude stories. Oh, dude story. Yeah, back when he was at MSU, right? I, I mean, can't tell dude stories. I mean, that's not, for, that's not for TV. That's not for public consumption. I mean, here he is right here. I, he, he's a... A fiery individual. Let's put it that way. You know, that's a guy who says exactly what's on his mind. He God, wears his he heart on his sleeve. Amped up. Yeah, uh, you know, as in broadcasting, right? You're, you're, you're doing the game, and the coaches, st- coaching staff is next to us, literally right next to us. We're separated by a, a window pane, uh, just a little small sliver of glass, and I, I could always hear. Pat Narduzzi screaming, hollering. You could just—it's almost like a—it's one of those cartoon characters. I can't think of the guy's name, but you could feel this energy when there was like a converted third down or something like that, and like he would come out of the booth and go down on the sideline. And we haven't heard that since he's left. It's been a while. We're, what eight years ago? He's been here. I think it was like eight, seven years. I'm taking him. And uh, yeah, you don't hear that intensity. That's an intense individual, and. Um, I'm happy that he got his championship. So at, am I. At, yeah. My my greatest do story was in uh, 2013, before the Michigan game. Taylor Lewan comes out and stomps on the ass, and uh, in the locker room before the game, it's all quiet. Deuce comes walking in, and I mean, goes ballistic. Just starts, you know, dropping f bombs, talking about the disrespect. The way he's sick and tired of the way that this university's treated, the players are treated. I can't even repeat what he said. But he took a chair and he he hit the eraser board, broke it in half, 
I was sweating and I was ready to get laced up and get out there. <laughs> you know, I'm 40 some years old and he wow. had, he was irate. And I mean, that's that that's fire. Not, yeah. When you bring that heat and that fire, you got to respect that. And dudes, I love dudes. I wish them nothing but the best except on, on the 30th, 31st, 30th, 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 7 p.m. on the 30th. Yeah, he would break something every week. I mean, that was like, that was Narduzzi's thing. He brought some heat, man. He I, did. I love, love Pat Narduzzi. Wish him nothing but the best. And obviously, it's one of the storylines heading into Saturday. Um, but <laughs> another storyline this past uh, week was uh, K9 getting snubbed. Mm, 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 mm. K9, you know. Can't the- believe that one. Now that's a that's a tough one. I we you know for the life of me and you know there's a lot of writers that have the ability to vote on the Heisman Trophy finalist. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people out. There's an outcry saying, "Hey, why don't we get transparent with that so we can see who voted for what?" Why because can't we? I, I don't. Who Nobody, knows? How many people are voting for this thing? Do we know who's anyway? voting? Do we have any? It, it it seems like just based on the people who say they're voters, it's about fourteen thousand guys that are vo- or and girls that are voting for this and, and counting, which I don't know why we have so many people that are. I want voting. to know where Larry Lage voted. Larry. Salari vote. Where where are your votes? Can we? I want to know the local guys how they voted. You want to know? I do. Let's call for that. Come on, guys. Can we get? Can we understand where you guys voted? And just be able to understand. Look at look at this. You know, that's just a. 90-yard touchdown, 93-yard touchdown run. The Heisman moment that we talked about a few weeks ago. He had five of those that game. And in, in this game right here. I mean, look, when you talk about look, historically, you know, the, you know, the Heisman Trophy has been historically maybe the best player on the best team. Um, the running back position has been devalued. Um, but when you talk about I don't, there's not another player in America that meant more to his team no. than K-9 did to Michigan State. No. And with all due respect to all the others that were selected, and they're all worthy. Every one of them are worthy. Um, to leave, to snub K-9, who probably will win the Doak Walker, you know, I think is a slight... We hope. I don't I, know how I many voters are there for that. I mean... 16 million? What other back is going to oh. win the, 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 the Doak, Doak Walker over him? He should be in New York. I know he should be in New That's York. That's the issue. So who, who knows? You know, yes, you're right. He is the best back in America. You would think the best back in America would be invited to New York just to be able to celebrate the Heisman. I'm not saying he's going to win it because it's clear this is Bryce Young's Heisman. No question. He, 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 won, he, he, won, he won the Heisman won. versus Georgia. Take that to the bank. Oh, yeah. No question. Oh, yeah. And look, everybody's, everybody there is deserving. There is absolutely no question. But if you're going to talk about like who meant more to their team and who, you know, Michigan State, you know, I'm not going to, I mean, are they a 500 team without K-9? Is that possible? No. Maybe, 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 not. maybe ba- not. Barely, barely. I mean, he was without question a difference maker. And to snub him heading into New York, I think it really is an injustice to him, injustice to the program, an injustice to the fan base, and, and really to the brand when you think about it. You know, you look at a guy like him. In football, it's so rare to have one player affect the entire game. 
the way that you see in basketball, for instance. You see a Michael Jordan, you see a LeBron James, you see guys like that, you know, Kevin Durant. They can take over a game uh, by themselves single-handedly because they're one of 10 people on the court. In, in football, you're, you're just one of 22 people on that field at any given time, plus the referees that are out there, you know, that can or cannot, may not be on your side. But this guy, Kenneth Walker, K-9, has the ability, he has shown clearly the ability to change the outcome of a game by himself. And when you look at that, look at, look at, look, look at the blocking in front of him. Look, right, look, we understand offensive line blocking very well. No offense to what's going on with the offensive line at Michigan State, but everybody who has eyes could see. He's gone against the best talent in the Big Ten when you look at what happened with Michigan. You know, there was one inch issue. He was injured against uh, Ohio State, and, you know, he didn't play that many snaps. He only had 25, 27 yards, something like that, on five, six carries. But the 197 yards and five touchdowns against Michigan, who has a player on that defense who is going to New York, I think is just it, – it speaks to what – has happened in sports where the momentum of some networks have been able to push, propel people forward, and then also dampen out others, which I don't think is fair. If, if anybody really pays attention to what's going on, it's just not fair to the sport in general when you do that to anybody. I mean, have them all go. Let, let's see where the chips may. But when you take the guy out of the – the rankings when you say, okay, these four people, let's vote on ESPN.com on who should be um, going to New York, and there is no Kenneth Walker, makes no sense to me, and I don't think that's fair to the young man who is clearly one of the best players in the United States and clearly in his position and has affected his team more than anybody else uh, in the country. So when you talk about Aiden Hutchinson, you know, per se, locally, he just absolutely deserves – Heisman, Heisman Trophy. What about Will Anderson? Will consideration, but when you you know, really? if you're talking stats and you're looking at, you know, the best players on the best team, and you look at who deserves to be in, invited, and and you're not talking, you know, uh, hype. And I'm not saying Aiden is being hyped because he's w- very worthy. I'm talking about pure stats, and I'm talking about, you know, not having a what's the, that the timing. Yeah, what what, what, I mean, if you look at stats and you look at very comparable positions and you look at teams that are both in the playoffs and you look at teams that both have been, especially Alabama, right, that has been in the dance, you look at some of the stats, you know, the Willie Anderson Jr. can make an argument about um, being invited uh, to, be, to, to be one of the finalists in New York when you're – and so, again, it begs – I'll ask you a question. It goes you back to at- your – if you put those stats back up, put those stats back up, can you? If you look at those two stats, right? Total tackles, 91, 52 solo versus 58, 33 solos. So he, so he almost had as many solos as Aiden had total tackles. The tackles for loss, for me, it, it's, he, doubled, he literally doubled them up in tackles for loss. And, and, I, and then I'll ask the question. You know, we are Big Ten people. Which league is tougher between the folks that Will Anderson Jr. played or who Aiden Hutchinson played? 
Look, not to take anything away from Aiden Hutchinson. No, I'm right? fast. I mean, he was the better. He's had an outstanding game against Ohio State and Iowa, and he's had an outstanding year. Absolutely, he's, he's going to be a a, a perennial a top all five pro. pick. Oh, for sure. And it, but you know, if we're looking at stats and we're comparing and we're talking about some of the best players on the best team, I mean, look, some of those numbers are not even close. I mean, they're really not. And so that's the problem with the Heisman. It becomes a PR machine. Yeah. And it becomes a, um, a a game of hype. And so, hey, hats off to Aiden Hutchinson, uh, to, to the other finalists. But there's no question in the world. You said hype machine. Josh Gaddis just won the Broyles Award. Did he? Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, just won. Well, so, I mean, that's – look, they won the Big Ten. They're on the way to the playoffs, and they deserve all – you know, kudos to all of them. I mean, let's – hats off to them and, and the, the accomplishments that they've had this year and – and you got to give them credit. I mean, you absolutely have to give them credit. They get credit. They do. They get a lot of credit. You they don't get, have to give them to. They get, they, they're they born get, with they're it. They're going to get it either way. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So They're going to get it either yes. way. So after five touchdowns and winning 10 of the last 14, let's hand it to them. We're good. <laughs> That's fine. Let's shift to recruiting, though. Big week. Huge Big week. Big week MSU recruiting. What we're talking. December 15 to 17 signing period and... Mel Tucker's zipping all across the country. He is putting together a hell of a class. Uh, according to 247, uh, Michigan State's class right now has a national ranking of 19. Um, ranked fourth in the Big Ten with an average rating of uh, .8707. And to talk a little bit about some of these commits and how excited are we about this class, huh? Oh, man. This is big. You know, they've got some guys on here. I know it's not done yet. Obviously, the first signing period is December 15th through the 17th. It's coming up. It's a week from tomorrow. So that will be, uh, you know, eight days from now. And you see right now it's a full contact period. Coaches are out on the road. If you follow social media at all, you're seeing coaches do home visits. They're at high schools all over the country. They're uh, doing home visits all over the country. You know, the air mileage is uh, really racking up right now, and they're going out there to, to make sure they can close some of the deals. Some of these guys that are listed here are the commitments for Michigan State. Got right some now. great ones, don't we? We got uh, Kaiten Hauser, quarterback, 11-star quarterback, uh, top 11 quarterback. 11-star. <laughs> 11-star. <laughs> like we're, we're excited to have him come here. Uh, we're really, Van really excited. You have uh, Antonio Gates coming out of my alma mater, Fortson High School. The Tractors. Oh, yeah, the Tractors. Antonio Gates going to be a special player. Really, really excited about Antonio Gates. He's got that coach, pedigree. Coach, oh, the bloodlines, man. Yeah, dad. Talk Hall about of Famer, the bloodlines. First ballot. You know, you talk about, there's my school right there, Fortson High School. Antonio Gates. Kid can play now. Them Tractors. He can play. He's got some wheels. And, um... You know, I, I saw a coach today was over at Fortson High School visiting earlier today. Um, you got uh, Dylan Tatum, which was an interesting get, right? You had uh, Bellamy over, move over to Michigan, was Moonfield's coach, and uh, Mel Tucker was able to plick, uh, uh, pluck uh, Dylan Tatum out of West Bloomfield High School. Shows you his reach. Done a hell of a job there. You got uh, Jaden yeah. Mangum. Tatum got to have some love, you know. He went, you know, Donovan Edwards. He played with Donovan Edwards a year ago, or for the last few years at West Moonfield, and you saw Donovan 
Donovan Edwards has been a star flat out, nothing short of a star at Michigan, you know, breaking a record for receiving uh, run, running backs, 170 yards out of the backfield, and then he throws an absolute dime in the Big Ten championship game. But Dylan Tatum's coming to East Lansing where it looks like he's going to focus on the defensive back position there. Um, and what better coach to coach him up on that than Mel Tucker, who specializes in defensive back learning yeah, as, a, as a former player in the Big Ten and learning uh, from Nick Saban, the best defensive secondary coaches in the world. You know, we've got a top 11 quarterback in Kayton Hauser. I know I mentioned that earlier. He's, uh, he's going to be special, too. I mean, the coaches are very high on him, very high on his ability to read coverages, uh, high on his ability to, to hit the deep out, and uh, they think he's going to be really, really special one day. Um, we're really excited about him. You know, you see um, you got the, the Bur- Birmingham Groves kid, Mangum, is going to be. Um, Jaden. Jaden's going to be super special. Long. Coaches, coaches are very, very high on Jaden um, Mangum. Yeah, they very really high are. on Malik Spencer, uh, Q Carter, Jack Nichols. Uh, that's All, a six-four safety, Q Carter. Oh yeah, man. oh yeah, very, From very Leesburg. high. Very high on all these. I'm telling you, we got put together a class so far that uh, really Mel Tucker's first class, having a full f- class to come out, you know, ranked 19th in the country. And uh, really somebody right now, when you go back to the portal now, you look at the portal, Jalen Berger, right? You talk about Jalen Berger. We got the we, out of the portal, out of Wisconsin, who we believe is going to move the chains and could be the next K-9. I know the staff and, and Spartan Nation is really, really excited to have Jalen Berger. Do we have any footage on Jalen at all? You know, Jalen's a very well-put-together kid. You know, he's been battling his whole life uh, to play the game that he loves. Uh, was able to go to, to Wisconsin. <laughs> the good burger. Right home with the Jalen burger. Can we take it? I can't tell you, Jalen. Look at him. How happy the coaches are. The Spartan Nation is to have you. We are excited you're coming to East Lansing. And if you saw what happened to K9 this past year, you could be next. You yeah. could be next. We're very, very excited to have you. Um, you got to get him branded. We do got to get him. Yep. We're gonna mm-hmm. come, we got to come up with that. That slogan for him, you know? Uh, so eight, we're huh? we're excited to have uh, to have uh, Jalen Berger come to East Lansing. He's going to be a dandy. I'll tell you what. Them Wisconsin backs. One thing they do, they run downfield, don't they? <laughs> downhill. Yeah, they do. Downhill. Yeah. They downhill. sure do. Tyrell Henry. Don't forget about him out of Roseville. Now hey, he's a sleeper, big athlete. Tyrell Long Henry's play. another one. Yes. We got three specific targets right now. We're looking at. Uh, on the high school side that I think are really important. You got Armani Winfield, who decommitted from Texas. Oh, yeah. uh, Spartan 247 says uh, Michigan State's number one on his list. You have Kenyatta Goodwin, who we love. We believe he could be the next Flozell Adams. There's Armani Winfield decommitting from Texas. Armani. 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 Bad guy. Yeah, is that his name? Armani? Armani, yeah. Armani, all, all Armani needs to do is understand. Here's a, a message names. from Jason Strayhorn. Talk to Armani. For I mean, a Andre Rise and Courtney Hawkins, who's going to be your coach. Lucien Muhammad, Derek Mason, Plexico, Charles. Rod- I mean, the name, the list goes on and on and on and on. I mean, we've got some recent guys that are balling. Armani, just, just 
just come on in. You know, we'll welcome you. Coach loves you. Everybody loves you. We all love you. We need that playmaker. Coming down there from the great state of Texas now. Armani, look how good you look in that green and white. I already know. You know, you know it too. So let's make it official. Like a referee's whistle. What you say, Brian? Oh, I don't. I mean, I think, you know, Tuck's got swag. You got a coach here for the long haul. You got you got a lot of people here that love you. And I don't know if you know this, Jason, but we got a nice NIL deal where every MSU football and basketball player gets I, paid. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm trying to get my eligibility back. So I get, I mean, yeah, man, yeah. You, you just wake up. You, you sign Michigan State, you got six thousand. But I mean, you, and then and, and counting, you got a quarterback now that yeah, I'm sorry, a coach that's here now for ten years, that's locked in, <laughs> building a program, a got a lot of momentum. Oh, ten man. years. How about what else can you ask for? You can't ask for that. What you can ask for is a big tackle. We need a big tackle. And I'll tell you what, watch a film on Kenyatta Goodwin. Ooh, Talk we. to Kenyatta a little bit, Jay. Yeah, Kenyatta. He's quiet. Kenyatta. He's quiet. Hey, man, but, he's, hey, man, he's but I like him. I like him. I like, I like the Hollywood. You know, he got that flair, man. I mean, he's from Indiana like me. You know, I know about – hey, big fella. I seen you down in Tuscaloosa a couple weeks ago. And then the next week, I seen you in East Lansing. I see you. I see you, big fella. And, you know, Chris – your homeboy. Hey, look. Oh, Chris we Vaughn. We love Chris. Talk to Chris, Chris, Chris Vaughn. We appreciate you, man. Chris has been doing a lot of – he's been doing God's work. Love Chris Vaughn. You know, he's, he's out here getting these kids exposure like they should, letting them see the other side. Uh, I mean, I, I just seen – he had a, a youngster that's got a commitment from, from the University of Kentucky. Like, an uh, incredible work that Chris Vaughn has been able to do. And, you know, this is a guy who's a mentor – for you, Kenyatta, and I think that the two of you are so valuable to what we're doing here in East Lansing that it's just a match made in heaven. I'm telling you. He's just the beginning. He mentors young men. Mm-hmm. I know his business is called Aspirations. He mentors young men. He's a great role model. And you know what, Chris Young? We, Vaughn. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris Vaughn, we appreciate you, and we appreciate you how you look out for these young men. And uh, we're hoping to build a relationship with you. And God bless you for everything that you do. We really appreciate that. Zion Young, defensive end, another one that we want. Oh. Stray, tell him, Stray. Come on, East Lansing. Come on now, Mr. Young. Big fella, 6'6", six, six, coming off that edge like you're supposed to. Where is he from, White Lake? White Lake. Ooh, Georgia. 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 Come on now. Hey, we need you. Plug and play. If you want you see you see what's going on over down the road down there, and they, they, they the guys going to the the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Imagine what we can do with you here. You got you got all the support. We're gonna have all the, the 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 back support that you need. As Brian said, NIL deals, all that stuff. I mean, stuff that the coaches can't talk about. We we we'll tell you. We'll tell you the truth. Michigan State. They need you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like that. If I had my glasses on, my Cardis, when I see you in person, I'm gonna have my Cartier, my my Buffaloes on. You don't them on. Well, I'm gonna show you. Come on, Michigan State, all of y'all, man. We played here. Listen, we know we, what this is about. We played here. We know what this is about. Armani Winfield. We know what oh, this is no. about. Kenyatta Goodwin. We know what this is about. 
Zion Young. They ain't met Freddie Loke yet. Oh, you mean Freddie? Wait till they meet Freddie. Once you meet Freddie, it's over. That's over. Let me in the studio with the Migos. Absolutely. And and Chris Vaughn, we appreciate you, brother. We appreciate you. So um, anyway, we got some other, hopefully, uh, transfers in the portal coming. We're looking at a couple possible commits coming from different uh, parts of the country. Uh, looking nothing official yet, but Caleb, Caleb Coley, uh, Chris Bogle, and then Jacoby Winman. Um, these are all, you know, if there's any message I can give to you three is that you've <laughs> seen Coach Tucker grab young men from all over the country, mix, mesh, build the program, quickly. put them together quickly. We win here quickly. We'd love to have you. Oh, Brule, who's on his way oh, right yeah, here right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, Brule, Mississippi you, you State. Too, Mississippi State. We ain't forgot about you. Come on down. Come on. Come on. We got Go ahead you. To make the right decision. We got you. We got you. Oh, man. Jacob, man, you see the way his feet, man, that linebacker can get back in coverage, man. He can Quick. play now. Oh, UNLV. He's a three-down back. Plug and play. Put him He's in there. He's a three-down back. Put him in there yep, right now. Yep. UNLV, Mississippi State, Florida, Vanderbilt, bring them all to East Lansing, mix, mesh, Coach Tuck, got that swag, play you all, hoist a natty together, come on down, just come on down, no question. <laughs> Speaking on. of recruiting, though, is Jim Comperoni ready? We do need headphones to hear him. I don't have any headphones to hear him. Do you have any headphones to hear him? You pointed to the headphones. Bring old Jim on. Bring old Jim on for me. <laughs> Legendary Jim Comperoni. Thank you. Totally forgot about my pair of headphones. Do we have audio or just a visual or both? Jim Camperoni. There, Camperoni. He, is. there Hi, he is. How you doing? Great to be on the show. Great to have you. Thank you for joining us. You know, I, I had a couple of things. I had some props, but I didn't get a chance to dig through them. At one point, Spartan Magazine back in the mid-1990s, we had a cover with Brian Musalem on it next to Matt Beard. <laughs> It had your GPAs on there, which were really impressive, by the way. Both you guys were well above 3.6. And I think the headline was something like Brain Trust or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, Musala was on the cover, and I was going to dig through it and bring it out here, but I ran out of time today. Now, Jason, you were all Big Ten, but we never had you on the cover. Sorry about that. I was on the cover of something. Maybe it wasn't smart, smart. We, we weren't bright enough to do that, but both you guys were good. I'm just a reporter out here trying to do my best, but you guys are the real thing. Great. Man, that's Thanks a beautiful Spartan Stadium behind you. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, this was uh, a few weeks ago. It wasn't that sunny today. We're not taping this live. But that's, a, that's, that's the, the magic of a green screen. But this is the press box. I did take this photo in the press box actually last year prior to a game. So it kind of, kind of hey, works. That's the way we do things. Jim, let me give you an advice. If you're showing great points, we're probably not winning Big Ten championships. Uh, it can be done. You guys are pretty good. It can be done. So... 
Give us a little bit of your insight about this incoming recruiting class and what your thoughts are and where this program's heading under Coach Tucker. You know, um, recruiting, you know, with, with the things that Tucker's doing right now with, uh, with, with the way he's going coast to coast and, uh, you know, going after recruits that, as a Michigan State observer, I've not really seen Michigan State attack it this way. Uh, you were talking about Armani Winfield, wide receiver from Texas, a four-star, top 200 wide receiver, you know, six, one and a half, something like that. A guy that was a Texan, committed to the Longhorns. Michigan State got a foot in the door with him and just kept recruiting him, recruiting him, got him to visit while he was still committed to the Longhorns. Then he decommitted. Now Michigan State has a solid chance to get him. For Michigan State to be that ambitious to go after that young man, that's not something Michigan State's done in the past. Michigan State's had success in their own way, staying close to home and you know doing a really good job of evaluation, player development, with some four stars thrown in there. Um, D'Antonio had great success, and uh, it was really a pleasure to cover his teams and so forth, and he did it his way, and there's more than one way to do it. D'Antonio, a lot of times, if he went more outside the region, that would be maybe later in the recruitment if he didn't get what he was looking for closer to home. With Tucker and his staff, they are going coast to coast from the jump, from the beginning. And for the Michigan game, for example, Michigan State had visitors, four-star visitors from the state of Washington. A corner came in to visit, a top 100 guy, Georgia and you know, California, Texas. That's a different way that Michigan State's ever approached it before. And I think they've got a salesperson at the top who also has a great resume and X's and O's acumen to blend it all together. Plus, he's got a personality, and he's a salesman. Um, from what he's shown so far, he's really impressive. And this is something I've mentioned in the past. I mentioned it in August and maybe early in the season. He Mel Tucker might be the total package. Part of that package is the salesmanship and the recruitment, but also the energy and uh, the ambition and all those things put together. So the recruiting, the, the recruiting uh, I'm not going to say the recruiting pitch, but the recruiting uh, philosophy is go big from the jump, coast to coast, and it's going to be interesting to see how that meshes with Michigan State recruiting for the next couple of years. It's it's different. And right now, the current class is ranked number 14 in the country by Rivals.com. Our website is part of the Rivals.com system. And uh, that's that's I don't know if they're going to stay number 14 because there's some powerhouses below them that are still going to add recruits. But, power, but number 14, anything in the top 25 is pretty solid. And going into the 23 class, I think that's where you can see even more of a significant jump for team recruiting rankings for what that's worth. What happens to the class if Michigan State was able to land some of those other uh, five stars that we talked about, like Kenyatta Goodwood, um, you know, or Armani, a guy like that, would that improve the ranking for Michigan I think State? It would help Michigan, I think it would help Michigan State stay in that top 20. And you know what? Michigan State's number 14 tonight. You know, last night they're number 13. As you guys know, that's just kind of a forecast thing. I've been covering recruiting for a long time since back when you recruited, recruited Strayhorn. I remember talking to your high school coach a long time ago in the 90s. But <laughs> I've been just trying to watch recruiting to try to gain some sense of it. And it kind of reminds me, like right now, if you look at the current top 25 football teams, who's number 25? I don't know who it is. You know, it, it might be, you know, it might be Purdue or someone like that. It might be, I don't know. It, uh, but college football teams, whether you're number 21 or number 37, there's not much of a difference, right, between 21 and 37 in college football right now, right, as far as teams go. I don't know if you'd agree with me on that or not. 
25, 26, maybe one more victory. I'm not talking resume. I'm just talking if those two teams got on the field on Saturday, nobody would be surprised if number 36, also receiving votes, beat number 21 is what I'm getting at. Same mm-hmm. thing in preseason rank. Everybody picks up, you know, the Phil Steele magazine and Lindy's and Street Smith, and they'll look at the rankings in June and July, and they'll see that a team is ranked number 24 in the country in the preseason, and then somebody else is ranked number 39. And people are like, oh, man, we're only number 39. But like I said, right now today, if you took number 39 also receiving votes against 24, they might be about even. Same thing in recruiting rankings. If you're number 24, that's good. If you're number 37, is there a big difference there? From what I've seen over the years covering this stuff, you generally want to be in that top 45. And I've never been able to tell much of a difference between a number 26 recruiting class and a number 44 ranked recruiting class. 26 to 44, throw them together, they're about the same. Now, the coaching staffs, which of these staffs are the best at evaluating talent, getting their type of guys, player development, and then the X's and O's and putting it all together over a 365-day calendar year to get a football team together. You can do it like D'Antonio did with classes ranked from 24 to 44. But if you're outside of 45, then you're kind of picking last a little too often, and you could run into trouble there. Now, do you mind? Do you guys mind long answers? I'm, I kind of do long no, answers. No, no, go on, give so. it to us. All right. Now, it, now, there's a different threshold in that top 20, you know, top 11 to top 20. That's a little different threshold. You got a better chance to maybe have a top 15 team on a regular basis that way. But that top 10 recruiting ranking, I've been suspicious of that over the years, but I've been watching it for 25 years, and. Is it chicken or the or the egg? When you guys played, you might remember that Notre Dame was always ranked real high and Michigan and Ohio State. You know, these days it's Alabama, LSU, Georgia, always ranked real high. You know, back in those days, it's like, okay, is Michigan and Notre Dame, are they ranked that high just to sell publications, just to sell subscriptions or to sell, you know, a, a year subscription to, you know, the old super prep or Tom Lemming or those type of things? And there was some of that business possibly going on. Who knows? Uh, but those teams were also really good. Were they recruiting well because they were good teams, or or was it vice versa? The one test to that whole thing that happened in recent years, Clemson. You know, Clemson was not a blue blood. They're not a program that if you put them in the top ten in recruiting rankings, they're not going to sell publications for you. But before Clemson became a power on the field, they showed up with top ten classes, and it wasn't helping anybody's business. Those those rankings. Their rise to power was preceded by some really strong top 10 classes. There's other people out there that look at rosters from top to bottom and say, you need a certain number of four-star recruits in order to uh, realistically contend for a national championship. And I, I, I can't really disprove that. In recent years, you've seen Alabama's and some of those highly ranked recruiting power juggernauts win national championships. To win it all, you probably do need X number of four-stars. Now, it's going to take a while. If, the, if you believe that and that's true, it'll take a while for Michigan State to get to that level. But right now, first threshold, you want to recruit, in my opinion, between 25 and 45. There's another threshold between 11 and 25 or 11 and 20. That's where Michigan State is right now, number 14 class in the country, which is well, better than I anticipated this year. Well, Jim, Jim, here's my question. You said it's going to take a while. Michigan State just pulled 41 new players a year ago, yeah. you know, half from yeah. – the portal and the other half from you know high school recruited you're seeing another split right now with the guys that coach tucker and their staff are going after um you know from the portal these are kids that i don't know if they were what their star rank was before i mean what happens when they transfer do you can do you reclassify their stars if they've played at a different uni- 
University. I think How do you look at that? that keeps, yeah, the people that keep track of those things, they, they look back to see what their original ranking was, what they're trying to figure out who is, you know, recruiting. Okay, recruiting so they look at the, the original rank. Yeah, and the portal, the portal throws another shrew into that because everybody can see that Kenneth Walker the third is a five-star yeah. talent, but he was only a three-star recruit coming out of Tennessee. So Wake Forest did a great job of valuation there, right? And you know what? Hey, and here's part of it. Kenneth Walker was good at Wake Forest. You go look at his film, it was good. But, man, he's better now. And that gets into player development. And I, Kenneth Walker is the one person that you could look at and say, okay, Michigan State strength conditioning situation and the nutrition improvements, they, they made an impact on that young man. He was a good player on the way in. He became a great player. He always had that talent. He made himself a great player with the work he put in. But the oversight Michigan State's having player development from an athletic standpoint showed up with him. I think it showed up with Jaden Reed also and probably helped the offensive line. I think those are good uh, signs going forward for Michigan State football. So here's my question to you. If, if we're Michigan State hypothetical is able to land Armani Wingfield, uh, Kenyatta go to Woodman, Zion Young gets a couple transfers like uh, Caleb Coley, uh, Chris Bogle, Jacob Winman. Where, where, where do you think like MSU falls recruiting class-wise? You know, right now for Rivals.com, Michigan State has four recruits that are four-star prospects. Dylan Tatum, the defensive back from West Bloomfield. Jada Mangum, uh, safety for Birmingham Groves. Alex Van Sarman, defensive tackle from Essexville Garber. Oh, Kate Hauser, the quarterback. Yeah, watch film on him. Kate Hauser, the quarterback out, out there from St. John's, Bosco yep. Prep out in California, those four. Now, I think Antonio Gates should be a four-star. I think he had a great senior Absolutely four-star. I'm a fortune tractor. I can vouch. Yeah. He's a four-star. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think Unreal. Terrell Henry had a, a real good season at, uh, at Roseville, too. I've seen some four-star wide receivers in the past. I think he's better than some of those guys. That's just my opinion. But they got, what, four four-stars? Usually you need about seven or eight four-stars to have, you know, a top 15, top 19 type of class. So they're going to need a couple more. Otherwise, they might get jumped a little bit. Armani Winfield could give them one. Keontae Goodwin could give them one. Is there a chance someone like Gates could have his uh, – it could be reclassified to a four-star? I think if they look closely at his film when they get around to it, I think that is possible. If you got Winfield and Goodwin tonight, I think Michigan State's class would jump up to the top 10. I don't know if it would stay there because others would jump them. But if you get those two guys, I think it's a top 20 class, which is uh, which is pretty solid. And Zion Young, the defensive end from Atlanta, Westlake, a guy that's been committed to West Virginia, uh, a guy that's coached, defensive coordinator down there is Trey Person, who played for Michigan State last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, he's coaching uh, Zion Young down there. I think that's a good, solid, high three-star they can help as well. Michigan State's still in on some corners, like you mentioned. So I, you know, I think they got a West chance Lake to West school that Cam Newton went to. Isn't that right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I think Michigan State's got a chance to have a top twenty class, which does not guarantee top fifteen football in the future. But it's a it's, it's a nice load of groceries to have when you're trying to put a spread together. You know what I mean? It's funny, you know, we laugh about these rankings and over the years we said they don't mean anything, but if you look at the teams year in year out in the playoffs, you know, they have those five-star, four-star kids. I mean, Nick Saban always says in the NFL you get one first-round draft pick, college you can get as many as you want. Yeah, and, it, and it holds true. I mean, the top teams are in the top every year. 
every year. So I have no doubt in my mind once Mel gets this going, he'll be able to to, to compete for some of those uh, some of the top talents across the country. And, you, and you're seeing his reach. I mean, you're seeing Texas, Georgia, California. I mean, you're seeing him reach all across the country where before we lived by that, you know, 300, 400-mile radius. And kudos to Mel because of all the stops where he's been, his staff's been across the country. And uh, you're seeing them um, being able to extend all over the country and, and expand the brand. Absolutely. And I think they did pretty well in the state of Michigan this year, too. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. Jaden Magum, I don't know if you've seen his secret film, but Jaden Magum at about six, three and a half. Underrated. His range is a safety. And he comes up and just doubles people over. Just jackknifes people coming in, you know, form tackling and uh, hitting hard with some sweet tackles like Narduzzi used to teach. He hasn't coached, he hasn't played under Narduzzi, but Narduzzi was big on sweet tackles. Native Megan, you know, single safety need, a lot of cover three, coming up, play the run, physicality. Now, this is a guy that played wide receiver at a high level also, not only in high school, but at the summer circuit. You, you watch the summer film, you know, the guys out there in shorts and t-shirt. He could go up and high point it with long arms, ball skills, but that's like a plus at the safety position. But this year, he'd play the run, physicality. Jada Mangum, uh, real nice in-state player that Michigan State closed on this year. It's a big uh, addition to the class. Yeah, loving it, man. You know, let, let, let's get to some of these uh, comments that are on your message boards. This is the fun stuff. <laughs> you know, Spartan Mag has what's, what's called like, the underground bunker. They have forums. They have people who. Jason loves this man, stuff. I, I love it. I love it because they have, uh, they make comments. And uh, here we go. Solemn annoys me. Not sure why. Who wrote that? Where are they? Couple likes on Doesn't there. Okay. I, well, I, I can help you. You're not sure why? <laughs> Come on. Boy, does Masalem suck. You got that right. What a self-promoting tool. <laughs> Hold on. Who wrote that? Go back. Who, who wrote, wrote, who wrote those? It I doesn't can't matter. Read names. Tom Burr. It's like some Tom I love you, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we got more. We got more. Jason loves us. Masalem is a giant douche. I've lost 100 pounds. Hold on. There, there, that's a it. A small, more that's chiseled it. douche. Who wrote that? D- D- what? He's on the wrong. I don't know. End of the story, reality. But who said Mossam's a giant douche? D. Kotz? Do Kotz? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, okay. Thank you. I'm smaller now. It's <laughs> <laughs> an oxymoron. <laughs> Can Masalem go play in traffic already? I would get hit, though. I would, um, that's not cool. Masalem has become a certified ass clown these days. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> he just can't uh, help himself. Step away from the microphone. <laughs> okay, I'll try. All right. Jim, you look uncomfortable. We, we just we, we love the banter. We grew up in a locker room. 
Is this like the locker room? What else? What's next? It's the same thing. Giant douche. It's a giant douche. All right. Lost 100 pounds. Smaller. Go ahead. <laughs> because he wears baby cap T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? Spartan? Z- Z- Spartan D-O-5-1. I can't see that. Thank you. That's Bugatti. <laughs> baby, baby blue Bugatti shirts. Appreciate that. This is what really pissed everyone off. Him constantly cutting off Coach D was annoying as hell. I, I went back and watched a tape on that. I agree with you. My apologies. <laughs> I was doing that. I will get better. Thank you for the constructive criticism. That was constructive? Okay. Very constructive. Thank you. All right. Uh, Brian, I give, you, I give you a lot of credit for your sense of humor and your self-evaluation on this. This is awesome. I mean, you know, you have to you have to self-reflect. I don't know what's this. I'm limited on the time at the moment, but we stru- we structure the deal in the way in order to get it done. This is from who? And Mel would never leave again. Hold on. We structured the deal. This must be from who's this from? Is this from Michigan State University? <laughs> we structured the deal. I, I want to meet this guy who structured the deal. <laughs> Come on the show. Listen, whoever structured the deal for the Mel, Carp, Mel, Mel Tucker deal, brianmosalem at gmail.com, email me. <laughs> oh Come goodness. on the show and tell us how, tell us how you structured the deal. I would love to hear how you structured the deal. (laughs) And if you structured this deal, I will cancel the show. We're done. Shot it last time we air. But I want to know how we structured the deal. So come on the show and tell us. (laughs) Otherwise, Jim, great stuff, man. I don't know why he knows me. I have no idea. None of that was, was my fault or any of my... It is your fault. You're allowing you them to talk about me like that, Jim. You gave him the environment, Jim. That's your fault. <laughs> You're fostering a culture of hostility. <laughs> I feel like I need to explain to the people exactly what all that madness was. Over at SpartanMag.com, we've got a message board called the Underground Bunker. Message board. It's, 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 about it's all fun. Some guys get serious on there, man. It's all good. It's fun. Jim, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. We're going to have you on in the future. Thank you. And maybe we need to start reading more of those comments. And if somebody wants to leave uh, questions for us, we can answer them. Some interactive. Interactive stuff. Interactive douchebags. Whoever structured the deal, please come on the show. Oh, man. We'd love to have you, man. We love. Jim, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Anytime, uh, signing day is coming up next week. SpartanMag.com will have all your coverage there and analysis of Michigan State basketball and football recruiting as Michigan State tries to get some of these guys that are in the portal, like Jacoby Whitman, the offensive lineman you guys were talking about before from UNLV in New Orleans, and uh, also Chris Bogle, the defensive end from Florida. The Gators are trying to keep him, but we'll find out. In the we're close days. on those uh, two. <laughs> we're getting we're close there. On, we're getting there. Just coming so you around know. the mountain. We'll scoop you later after after we get off the air. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thank you, Jim. Right, thanks, Jimmy. Take care. 
Everybody, thank you very much. We didn't get to MSU basketball. We'll get to it next week. We got a hot, hot week of recruiting news here. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. Appreciate you joining Inside the Locker Room. I am Brian Massam along with my co-host Jason Strayhorn. Good night and go green. God bless. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.